Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the Telegram daily headlines on the Telegram app. We have a link to that on our site and in the emails. And sign up for the email. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America with Matt Bruce. Broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Network to over 2 million people around the world every night. Joining us from the panhandle of Florida, where he's out of the weather temporarily (laughs) because there's nothing in the Gulf, thank God. It's Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Good morning, Frank. They've been waiting all, well, not all night, for two hours to do that. Okay, thanks, guys. And by the way, Tampa is all... Excited and riled up because of what happened last night in Boston with the uh, win, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19-17, to and one of the weirdest games I think I've ever seen uh, as, as far as uh, weather and fumbles and drop passes and all that stuff. But anyway, now uh, I want to remind everybody about the Captain's America ThirdWatch.com website for a second because if you go over there and take a look at something that I did, and Frank Silvato needs to go over there and look at it, because it involves him, but you'll see uh, a link over there with a logo over there that says undergroundusa.com, and guess what? You click on that, and voila, you're on Frank's website. And it is appreciated like you can't believe. Well, we uh, I finally got a chance to do it, and it took me a while, But and I apologize <laughs> it took me so long, but damn it, I get hung up on these things, and you know, to monkey around with a website isn't a five-minute deal. No, it's a it's a uh, it's a full time it's a full time gig. So yep, I appreciate and, the effort. And, uh, and I do uh, it, and I do it full time, sir, just like you do. All right, listen, I yep. want to I want to start out with Joe Biden because Joe Biden took a trip to the Capitol on Friday, and I don't know what the hell yep. he was thinking he was going to do. But when he left, things were a whole hell of a lot worse for him than they were to begin with. Yeah, and then he, the best thing he could have done was to stay out of it. There's a, there's infighting that's happening in the, especially in the House, uh, between the the very very far left and the moderate left, if there is such a thing left there, um, and they need to they need to settle that out themselves. Uh, to have Mumbling Joe come in there and, and try to insert himself in the middle and demand things, I, I'm sure that they I, I'm sure that they were 
entertaining his his existence there and waiting for him to leave so they could get back to fighting amongst themselves. So, I, you know, I don't know what he thought he was going to do, going in and trying to strong arm a, a co-equal branch of government that was feuding amongst themselves, but he didn't do himself any favors. Mm. By the way, uh, George Godfather saying good morning, so good morning back to George. Absolutely. Good morning, George. Yep. And uh, what should be mentioned here was what Biden said, without knowing what he was talking about, proclaimed that the infrastructure bill and the reconciliation bill was going to be linked, something that Nancy Pelosi had already promised would not happen. And the moderates went ballistic. Those are the ones that Biden needed to pass his agenda. And they're furious. And so aren't the members of the progressive agenda, Jay Apollo and company. They want the whole enchilada or nothing. Yeah, and I, and I don't believe that's going to happen. Because nope. you, the moderates in, in, the, in the Democrat Party, and, and I keep using the word moderates, but they're not really moderates. The no. whole of the Democrat Party is fairly radical. Mm-hmm. The less radical... Uh, among the Democrat Party, do not want to have them linked. And as a matter of fact, they said they're going to take a stand, that that unless the infrastructure bill is passed first, they will not vote for the Build Back Better for bill. So, I you know, Nancy Pelosi better do some, some actual politicking because her strong-arm totalitarian tactic doesn't seem to be working anymore. And if she doesn't watch it, she's going to she's going to lose control of everything, mm-hmm. because the, the radically left wing doesn't care to take marching orders from anybody, and that's what we're seeing in AOC and Jayapal and and the, the squad and everybody else. They they just they're not going along with it anymore. Which yeah. doesn't really it's not a bad thing for the people on the right side of the aisle because while this infighting happens, nothing moves forward. And we don't keep spending money, which at this point is a great thing. Yeah. And, of course, uh, President Joe Biden's social infrastructure plan is a roadmap to build back broke. That comes from Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And she's absolutely right. When you, you look at this thing and dissect it, it's, it's an abomination. Not to mention we don't have the money to do it. We just don't, and that goes against that that ridiculous remark that was made late last week, and I can't remember exactly who said it, but it was a Democrat, who said, we can afford anything. We're the government. Uh, Might have been Bernie, because he's been doing a lot of talk about all the money we can spend that we don't have. (laughs) All right, hold hold that thought. Folks, we're coming right back with more. Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook, and you're listening to the Captain Matt Boots on America's Third Watch. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. 
This is Frank Selvat from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. All right, we are going to do it. By the way, that total is terrestrial and internet and satellite listeners because this program does go around the world, and we have an affiliate in India that has a large number of listeners every night, as well as in Germany, uh, plus uh, other places around the planet. Okay, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com is with us. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. You know something? We were talking off the air, and I was having a, a discussion with one of my guests and one of my, a couple of weeks ago. Well, actually, a week ago. And my guest says to me, to go, you know, I've been with you for 20 years. And I said, yep, that's a long time. I'll bet I've been with you longer than anybody. I said, no, I've actually got somebody who's been with me 21 years, and I'm talking to him right now, <laughs> Frank Salvato. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good ride, man. Well, we are brothers of the badge, and that's what it's all about. You and I walk the walk, talk to talk, and I don't need to explain it. Nope, not at all. And anybody who understands uh, what Brothers of the Badge is yep. gets it. So. Yep. Now, uh, wait till you hear this one. According to a brand-new peer-reviewed study accepted by the European Journal of Immunology, your immunity after having had COVID sticks around for a year in most healthy people. Yeah, and that's at least a year. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that, that comes out in a, in a tandem study. Uh, that that says that after you get the second vaccination shot, mm-hmm. that it starts to wane after seven months. Mm-hmm. So you know we were talking about the the need, the absolute need to achieve herd immunity. Yep. To to allow healthy people to to be exposed to the virus, to build up those antibodies and, and those immunities, so it could take over. And we were right the entire time. You betcha. Every, every step that the government took from, from mandating that the initial tests only be done by the CDC mm-hmm. and, and their testing framework to the masks, to the lockdowns, to the destruction of our economy, every single time that anything involved with central planning was done in this, in this event, it has been the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And now we got that little that little dweeb, Doctor Fauci, trying to rattle the saber about. Well, we'll may, you, maybe you could get together for Christmas. Yeah, what a I'll dork! What? what a dork! People are going. People are just going to do it. You bet. They are done listening to a, a failure mm-hmm. of an administration mm-hmm. mandate another failing policy to achieve nothing. I know you haven't been watching the games, but just think about this for a minute. We've had, I guess, maybe five or six weeks of uh, football stadiums and baseball stadiums and uh, whatnot full of people, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gee, where's the spike at? Yeah, you're not you're not seeing them because another study that came out about a month and a half ago determined that over eighty percent of the people. 80% of the population in the United States has some form of immunity already already going for them. Yep. So why states still have mask mandates, why they're still in, 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 semi, in semi-sequester mode, it is all political, all for power, all for show. Yep. And it, and it really is time that the people say enough is enough, push back and refuse, absolutely refuse, 
to conform to anything that these people say about you not going back to your normal life. Yep. Is coronavirus bad? If you catch it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty bad flu. Have some people died? Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly people who are in the vulnerable category. Mm-hmm. But healthy people and younger people should be able to go about their lives the way they would normally without people like Pritzker in Illinois mandating masks in public again because he's because he's like Mr. Snowflake Man. I mean, enough. We've got to get back to good before the rest of the world passes up. Singapore lifted everything. Japan lifted everything. Yep. Sweden lifted everything. Denmark lifted everything. Yep. Enough already. Now, here's the other thing when everybody talks about all that sort of stuff. Um, and and not on my watch are they going to cancel Christmas. Sorry, it isn't going to happen. So yeah, take it no. somewhere else. But Fauci needs to be fired. He's beyond being relevant anymore because we know he's got money in, in, in uh, Pfizer. We know that's why he's been pushing that. We know Nancy Pelosi and her husband do. Um, we've heard of other political figures as well. I mean, these people need to put up or shut up. And, and they're not there's no more science anymore. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. It's all about money and it's all about power. It's, it's about them being able to do it. Fauci's credibility is shot. Mm-hmm. He might as well just retire and go away before he ends up getting indicted for something. Which because I hope he does. Because this guy, so do I. Yep. So do I. I hope they open up an investigation into him and, and dig really, really deep, especially into this, the, the, what he was doing over in Wuhan, and I would like to see him actually prosecuted for lying to Congress yep. for a change. Yep. You know, it seems like you can go before Congress now in a committee and lie and tell whatever kind of bizarre fictional story you want to, and there's no penalty for it. Let's make an example of this little elf jerk face. Or you can stand up there as a White House press secretary and lie to the people and just uh, use uh, some fancy word like reservations or hesitation or whatever she did to qualify her answer, which was a damn lie. No, we've we've moved away from from the White House press office being about telling the people about what the White House is actually doing to having full time hyper supercharged spin doctor coming out to spin information to their favor every single minute of the day. There's, there, really, with, with social media, she shouldn't have a gig anymore. Mm-hmm. They should they should just go ahead and put things out mm-hmm. during social media. The White House press corps shouldn't exist either. Now just we go could, ahead and cover it. Everything's on a tweet. Everything's on a, a tweet anyway. Now I had a direct message from a listener in Charlotte a little while ago, uh, saying, "Did you hear that uh, your your boy Brian was up here walking around the woods with some of our people?" Uh, yeah, I did hear that because a hiker says that he has no doubt that over the weekend he talked to Brian Laundrie um, in the North Carolina mountains on a hiking trail. Well, if he's on foot, he's made some good time coming from coming from Sarasota up to North Carolina, unless he had some help. I think he had help, you know. But but one thing is for sure: there's this is uh, this has become a, a commentary on. The potency of the FBI, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you've got when you've got celebrity bounty hunters finding tips out that the FBI couldn't find out, that's a little bit of a problem. Yeah, but this time 
Boughton, let's see, Dog said he was going to act on a tip in North Carolina. Actually, the tip that he got came from the FBI. So <laughs> I don't know if they just, told him or what they did, but whatever. In in this day of facial recognition mm-hmm. and, and hunting cameras especially and, and trail cameras along the trails, if you can't find this guy, um, and he's, he may be a hiker, he may be a city hiker, but he's not a country hiker. Right. Okay, you're going to stick around for an extra segment, so hang on, folks. I'll be right back with more with Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go over there, check it out, see all the different things he does. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. All right, we're going to do it again with Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go over there, check out everything he has to offer. And oh, by the way, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Relief Factor. Now, that's Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son team. Okay, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, is back with us. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Now, the Chinese have been harassing Taiwan for weeks. And over the past few days, they've flown 93 military sorties near Taiwan over their airspace, or not their airspace, sorry, over their uh, warning area where they've had to scramble their planes to see what, you know, to go after them and chase them out of the area and all that stuff. Uh, but it's certainly, to say it's a provocative military activity is the understatement of the year. Oh, absolutely. They encroached upon Defense Zone 1, they call it. Um, and, right. And it was, it was blatant and it was massive. Uh, the Taiwanese uh, government has said they're, they're on a, a war footing. Yep. Because of it, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not the only country. Australia has made statements that says that they're preparing for a conflict with China because of their aggressive nature. Mm-hmm. And the Indian government is is looking at them with with a wary eye. Mm-hmm. Over last week, they had over a hundred Chinese troops um, do an incursion into Indian sovereign territory and destroy a bridge mm-hmm. before retreating. So. China is being very aggressive militarily, uh, not only towards Taiwan, but uh, they're saber-rattling towards Australia and they're saber-rattling towards India. And India is nothing, you know, nothing. They've got a billion people just like China. Yeah, that that, conf- that conflict could be could be very very huge in the beginning of something very very bad. Yeah, and let's not forget the fact that uh, we've got uh, Japan that's very nervous too. Yeah. So, you know, we've got a a arguably weak leader in the White House. You've got you've got Putin who's kind of sitting back and watching this and whenever he's asked he says, "Well, China, there's nothing wrong with China." Mhm. 
you know, so who's going who's gonna to push back? Who's going to push back on China? You know, the Biden administration's not going to do it. They're in bed with China. Right. And, and you know, people, you know, the Democrats will say, that's not true. My Lord, we documented everything that they, he and his family and his, and, and his compadres have done with China to enrich themselves for, for the last 10 years mm-hmm. before the election. And nobody wanted to listen because orange man bad. Right. And by the way, I so want to... go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, he's not going to push back against China. So right now, not only is China running roughshod over the economy, and, and you've got the people of the World Economic Forum even wanting to embrace their economic model for the world, mm-hmm. you've, got them, you've got them saber-rattling physically mm-hmm. to sovereign nations, and no one has the strength to push back because America's asleep at the switch. Yeah, and Biden's not going to do anything. He's literally owned by the Chinese. No. No. Yeah, not going to do a thing. All right. Well, we've got uh, we've got Ian on the on the line here. Let's see, uh, Ian. If you got a question, go ahead and ask it. Otherwise, what's on your mind? I'm just going to say he's nailing it with his analysis of what's going on with Taiwan. Sure, they're going to throw Taiwan to the wolves because the people that rule us are sympathetical ideologically with the communists in China. They won't admit it, but they are. So Frank nailed it. But what I wanted to say is, I told you so. If we didn't have communists in our government. After World War II, that aided the communists in China and short-shifted Chiang Kai-shek and the nationalists, and we had a second chance to correct that problem. If we had let MacArthur go all the way across the Yalu, because the nationalists and the other Asians around there volunteered, we could have ended this problem 71 years ago. But mm-hmm. we didn't. Mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. Yep, Thanks. thank you. Bye. Okay, now, I think Ian's been calling the program for about... Uh five or six years, Frank. How long yeah. have, How long have yeah. you and I been talking about this? Oh, we were, we were talking about China before Obama. Yeah, I know. Yeah. China, I know. So probably China, 15 years ago or thereabouts. <clears throat> Something yeah, like that. China, we, China's, China's been a budding, pro- and a budding problem before Z. You know, now this guy, he's changed the Constitution over there. Uh, to be a like a lifetime leader, he kind of took a page out of Putin's book, mm-hmm. and he is going for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've allowed them to get uh, to get away with their economic policies. We've allowed them to manipulate currency mm-hmm. for for decades. We allowed that to happen. We allowed them stealing intellectual property for decades, mm-hmm. not doing anything about it until Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Now you know, and 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 now we're we're just giving it all back to them, and they are making a global move for a for a global dominance to replace the United States at the top of the heap. And right now, you've got somebody in the White House mm-hmm. who would probably shake their hand as they take the baton from them. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to put your political hat on for a second here, because we're going to go a little political here with something. A uh, couple questions. First of all. Who had the SIV information uh, when they were in Kabul at the airport? Who was the agency, U.S. agency, that had that to begin with? Well, it would probably have to be the State Department and the Pentagon. It was the State Department and USAID had that stuff to begin with, that information. And then they gave the need-to-know information to the Pentagon. Now, that being said, was it our State Department's fault for what happened in Kabul. Absolutely. 
Okay. Absolutely. Okay. How about little Mr. Blinken, who got blown away by the Chinese at his first meeting? This was uh, kind of an indirect meeting number two. And the, the Afghan, the Taliban's who don't get along with anybody except themselves, blew Blinken and company away with their, let's see, Takia? Oh, Takia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is, the State Department is out of its league here. Yep. You know, the, the, the foreign policy of the, well, I was going to say the foreign policy of the Biden administration, but it's really the foreign policy of Obama 2.0. Right. Is is continuing what it did before. It's giving everything to the hostiles in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They emboldened Iran when Obama was a, was in office, and and now Biden's in here with the same puppet masters that were that were pulling Obama's strings, mm-hmm. and we gave Afghanistan back. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you have somebody who's getting uh, be slapped all over the globe in Blinken. Whether it's the Chinese or the Afghanistan or, or the Afghans, you know, when's the last time you had your major ally in Great Britain condemn a sitting president because of the policies coming out of the State Department? Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. Yet you and- had Tony Blair call the president of the United States. And granted, mm-hmm. Tony Blair is a former prime minister, mm-hmm. but he still holds weight on the world stage. You have Tony Blair calling Biden an imbecile mm-hmm. to the papers. Mm-hmm. And finally, speaking of imbeciles, um, NASCAR TV was doing a live interview with a driver on Saturday, and the female reporter that was doing the interview on the racetrack uh, was uh, uh, serenaded by the uh, uh, chorus of F. Joe Biden uh, coming across. And uh, she tried her best to try to say, no, they're not saying that. And the driver tried to help along. But guess what? They were, they did, and according to Eric up there in the Bible Belt in Tennessee, they got F. Joe Biden stickers on a lot of the cars for the people that go to church every Sunday. Yeah, and there's flags down here. It's it, it's happening, yep. and it's growing. Frank, I look forward to talking to you on Friday. Thanks for sticking around. Absolutely. Stay low, my friend. Okay, that's our good friend Frank Salvato from Underground USA. Go over there, check out everything he has to offer. UndergroundUSA.com. Patrick Kylan coming up. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I'll be right back to talk about a very disturbing event that is ongoing at our National Archives, and it involves the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the Bill of Rights. We'll be right back after this. know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, This ain't your mama's tea. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. 
The archivist of the United States, David S. Ferrero, defended the National Archives' decision to label the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence as possessing harmful language. This was displayed in a banner across the top of the website. The institution and its decision-makers are coming under fire for placing the warning label on its online catalog of historical documents, but they're not backing down. They say that some of the papers might be difficult to stomach. Writing to a complaint filed by Arizona Attorney General Mark Branovich, Ferrero said the warnings are staying on the staff-written descriptions of historical items. Quote, The warning is placed there because the catalog contains some content that may be graphic or difficult to view. Our records span the history of the United States, and it is our charge to preserve and make available these historical records, unquote. An overwhelming number of lawmakers, except for those on the far left, of course, along with a significant majority of American people, have complained that the warning makes it look as if the documents themselves are offensive. The warning that is striped across the top of the archives' web pages, where our founding documents are actually housed, reads thusly. The catalog and web pages contain some content that may be harmful or difficult to view. The National Archives records span the history of the United States, and it is our charge to preserve and make available these historical records. As a result, some of the materials presented here may reflect outdated, biased, offensive, and possibly violent views and opinions. In addition, some of the materials may relate to violent or graphic events and are preserved for the historical significance. Hmm. Today's technology paints Mr. Ferrero's response to the Arizona Attorney General as either an ideological response or a technically unaware response, either of which should be enough of a handicap to remove Ferrero from his post. There is no reason that banner warning cannot be removed from the pages that hold the Charters of Freedom. In fact, even the worst webmaster in the world can execute such a settings change. So, the fact that the warning banner remains on those specific pages points to it being a purposeful decision by the archives. This brings to point the very sad state of affairs when the very documents that created our country and are the basis for our laws in the now are being decried using the very freedoms they define and protect. The Charters of Freedom have been under attack by fascists since the Wilson administration when the arrogant of the ruling class decided the rule of law read the Constitution and the Charters, was too limiting for a progressive culture, and instead they pivoted to bastardizing the Charters to inject the rule of man. With that determination, the fascists, and they are admittedly fascist, by the way, dismantled the purpose of the Senate, which was to protect the states with state-appointed representatives, and they set themselves to creating a government based on central planning, not by the rule of the people. So Mr. Ferraro's determination is based on the snowflake mentality born of fascism. Further, it takes a knee to the softening of our culture, which facilitates 
the capitulating of the American experiment to the fast track of the fall of the Roman Empire. My name is Frank Salvato. You're listening to UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be right back after this. (laughs) 